0: Is he on a computer? Did you see? God, I I can't see what you can see. Don't know what happened, Mm -hmm. please. Jay, Jay. I
1: I got a question for you. Can you hear me? Can you hear hear him, Brian? Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. I could
1: barely barely hear him. Jay, do you you have five gigabytes available on that computer? Yes. Oh, sweet. Oh, it's that microphone again. It's the same thing we had, uh, issue had with Sydney Mickelson. <laughs> Mickelson. 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 Jay, do you know what arson is? Hmm. Nah. It's when you. Um, it's a term we have in the United States where when you set a building on fire. Oh, yes. And and then like if you if you set the building on fire like on purpose then. They, you get the title of arsonist, someone who sets a building on fire or a car or something. It's, a, it's not a good title. Like, you don't want it. Yes. It's like, I don't know if it's worse than like being racist, it's de- but it's uh, it's probably probably not as bad as being a pedophile. It's bad. It's not good. You don't want it. It's like, you don't want that title. Um, I, I, I was I was looking this morning, and uh, in Australia, you guys seem to have the same issue that we have. Um, people are gaining weight in the last eighteen months. Not as not as bad in the United States. Only only one in three Australians has has put on about like twenty five pounds during the.
2: Yeah, like during all the lockdowns and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And in the United States, I think it's significantly worse. I think, it, uh, I'm looking at something from the New York Times right now, which is completely untrustworthy, but, but it's still fun to talk about. 42% of Americans are obese and another 32% are overweight. Wow. If I think the question for you, Brian, Brian, if, if the building's already on fire and I were to walk over to it and pour gasoline on it, would I also? Be an arsonist, even though I didn't set the fire. Maybe in a, in, 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 in,
0: Maybe like a, just an accomplice.
1: <laughs> just an accomplice. And let's imagine that this building is an orphanage. It has uh, ten thousand children in it. Ten thousand children in it with no parents. And uh, and and I'm pouring gasoline on the building. That would be bad, right? Exacerbating the problem. It seems that way and let's say i'm a really famous person in society that everyone looks up to but i'm not pouring gasoline on the building instead i'm standing out front selling cans of gasoline tens of millions of cans of gasoline important question do as you please do as you please important. as this as this orphanage is burning down right in front of me i'm i'm selling gasoline so how much how yeah, much of ahead, your Brian.
0: profits are you giving to charities <laughs> oh, a,
1: a huge amount, a huge amount, Point point zero zero one I'm giving to but, charities.
0: Yes, and then you're advertising that, right? You're giving this money to charities.
1: Yeah. I am completely blown away that there's not even a second-place correlate to people dying from anything on the planet. There's no second place, no DVOC, no cancer, no type 2 diabetes, nothing that even runs even close to obesity. And yet the response from Australia, Canada, the United States, the UK, is to lock their citizens down, which is the number one cause, in my opinion, to putting on weight. And if if 18 months ago it was fat people dying from type 2 diabetes, viruses, whatever, why would you encourage a lifestyle that that – that has them put on more weight and puts them significantly more at risk. Brian, not only am I going to ask you to run through this burning building, but I'm going to ask you to hold four cans of gasoline as you do it. I mean it's just – this is insane. It would, guys, if you would elect me as president of the great United States, I would set you all free and I would buy you all assault bikes. All of you all of you assault bikes and I would have a better response and a better quality of person would be saved. Jay, you deserve better than a fucking ranting midget from his palatial estate in California, living the dream, sipping on good dude's coffee. But I guess your karma has brought me to you. I apologize.
0: I actually had no idea where you were going with that. Originally, I thought you were going to talk about him like burning it down on the competition floor or something, but
2: yeah, <laughs> I was expecting something like that as
1: well. How, how, the, how the fuck is The Rock selling gasoline in front of a burning orphanage? I just don't get it and, and, and people think that, that that's okay. How is LeBron James selling gasoline in front of a burning orphanage? I just don't get how those people can get away with that. I, I, I don't understand how you're pushing Sprite when Sprite is the number one cause of death in this country. I, I just don't fucking get it. I, I, it's, it's like people are. Where's the woke crowd? They should. They should be like. Like, man, I, w- I was picturing it today. Someone who's 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 you're, you're you're. Let's say let's say it's me. I'm five feet five and I weigh 155 pounds. But most guys my age in the United States, let's say, weigh 185 pounds. So you're already 30 pounds overweight at the beginning of this fucking disaster. And then in the last 18 months, you put on another 30 pounds. That means I'd weigh – oh, he hung up on us. He's, like, tired of this shit. Now, now now, I'd weigh 205 pounds, and they're concerned about some variant. Maybe you should be concerned about the fact you put on another 30 pounds. Jay, you're the man. Look at you. Look at you. Look what you've done. Look what you've done here. Let's go to the leaderboard. And let's go to semifinals. The CrossFit Games leaderboard, for those of you who don't know, this podcast has been seem- seemingly to be obsessed with CrossFit lately. And you, you were one point away from beating Royce Dunn and finishing first place in uh, Australia. You say something else. Say something else. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like- I should have won, or Royce is great, yeah, or um- it was because I had diarrhea that day. Help me out here.
2: <laughs> yeah, like get me off going- of my rant. Yeah, like the week prior when they were announcing all the events and stuff like that, I um, I'm now sort of getting in my head a little bit. Like, didn't think they suited me too well, all that sort of thing. A little bit of self doubt going on, but um, yeah, I had heaps of confidence. Comp- Uh, confidence going in, Uh, like I I won the Open and the Quarters in uh, Oceana, so I sort of had a little thing in my mind I really wanted to win all three, Um, sort of, I was calling it a little clean sleep for myself, especially like just motivating me through the sort of training camp lead up to the Torian Pro, so yeah, um, pretty pretty bummed about the one point, but Overall, I was just happy. Uh, to- I,
1: I mean, you could leave there with your head on straight. I mean, you've definitely. Uh, you, uh, of which event was it that you took 8th, 17th in? Uh, no, sorry. That was Royce. Oh, you didn't even have a bad event.
2: No, it's just, yeah, just pretty consistent over the whole weekend. Man, Man it's incredible.
1: Um,. Which was the heavy lift? Was there a heavy lift in this in this semifinal?
2: Yeah, there was a clean and jerk ladder.
1: And and which event um, was that? Uh, it was a Saturday night,
2: so I think the fifth. It's called. Okay, well that's it's called great. Called C
0: N J ladder on the leaderboard.
2: Ah, yes, yes, that
1: that makes sense. You mean the one that says one hundred and fifty six kilograms?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know? Do you know Royce? Yeah. Yeah. I've known him, yeah. Probably, yeah, just through competing over the last probably four years. It sucks. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a good dude. And, like, that's, that's yeah, I got to know him a lot, it be, a lot more, especially at the Tarian Pro this year. Wouldn't it be great if he was a douche?
1: <laughs> then you could go into the games and really sock it to him. And, 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 then, and then it's also got to be great. I mean, I... I I hate to say this because you know everyone likes to say, "Hey, you got to just focus on yourself." But you also beat the great James Newberry, who's just consistently been a, a force of nature coming out of Australia. Yeah, for
2: sure.
1: Andy looks natural; he doesn't look all juiced up. So, like, you have you have a good competitor. <clears throat> Sorry, that wasn't a dig at Ricky. As soon as I said that, I'm like, "Which country's Ricky from?" Oh, he's from Australia because I because I I really like Ricky. Have you trained Have you trained
2: with Ricky? Nah, nah. No, no,
1: no, no. Is is it would it be taboo to train with Ricky?
2: Um, no. I just yeah I just I just don't really I've never really met him.
0: He's from a different part of the country, isn't is he? Is he
2: in your neighborhood? Uh, he's from Sydney, so I'm from it, Melbourne. i in Victoria.
1: It's an island, Brian. Everyone's within twenty minute drive of each oh, other.
0: Right.
2: right.
1: <laughs> that is not true. That's a big island. That's a big island. Oh, yeah, it's big. I know. Australia has the biggest desert. I think Australia has the biggest desert in the world too, right? Right in the center, you got a yeah, monster. monster. It's very big, yeah. I used to know this. Is Australia bigger than the United States in terms of land mass? What was it? Which just- I could ask. I used to know this. I wonder if Australia uh, is Australia bigger than the United States. Or is it the same size as like Alaska? Australia is approximately seven million seven hundred forty-one thousand square kilometers, and the United States uh, is nine 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 million eight hundred thousand. The United States is twenty percent seven percent bigger. I wonder if that includes Alaska. Okay, so they're basically the same size. Twenty percent, twenty-seven percent difference makes them the same size I, in <laughs> my head.
2: Yeah, a lot <laughs> less people there, at. Right?
1: Yeah, significantly less. That is, that is something that's pretty damn amazing. You, I think you basically have the same amount of people as California. We have 300, we have, yeah, you have 25 million people. I think we have 30 million. Which, uh, which, uh, which kind of uh, comically is also the same amount as Mexico City. <laughs> Your entire country.
0: Jay, are you, have you ever, like, obviously you're just born in Australia, but have you ever realized that, uh, or thought about that? That's kind of a lucky thing to be born in the Southern Hemisphere, where only ten percent of the people and ten percent of the popul- pollution in the world exist. In the world exist? Yeah. No,
2: I never really, never really thought about it to tell you the truth. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's a good place.
1: Wait, what did you mean? Are you, explain that to me, Brian. What do you mean, ten percent of the pollution? Ten percent of the world's pollution? Ten percent of Australia's pollution? What are you talking? World's
0: about? pollution? They're like. At the equator, the 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 ocean and the air kind of circulates back and mostly stays in one hemisphere or the other, and there's it's just a lot less dirty and a lot less populated in the southern hemisphere.
1: Wow, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. So you guys take a shit and flush it, and it comes over to us. You start your car in the morning, and by evening, my three little my three little plane brothers are breathing that shit in. That's not cool. That's um, um <laughs> how
2: how how old are you, Jay? I'm 22.
1: Oh my god!
2: Do you feel young? Yeah, I, I do. I still, I just still feel like I'm 20. But I suppose it's the same thing, pretty much.
1: Your very your first very first post, post on, on Instagram, on Instagram was, in was in 2013. The irony, the crazy, crazy part that is that do you, you know what your very first picture is of? Is I don't. Of it's of Rob Forte and Chad, and Chad. Chad McKay. No.
2: Yeah. I know the
1: eight, one you're talking eight, about. <laughs> eight years ago, you were a 14 year old little boy. You didn't probably even have probably like have armpit in like armpit. No, probably not. <laughs>
2: and already then, then you, knew, you knew, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely did. Like, I was. And it's crazy how, like, you connect with all the different people. Like, I was just a yeah young fan. And then turns out now I'm like being coached
1: by rob so it's cool um when when i see pictures of rob on the internet he reminds me so much of the um who's the who's the awesome ufc fighter you guys i can't believe i can't remember his name he's Uh, one of my favorites rob yeah whitaker they kind of remind me of each other their hair their demeanor their poise (laughs) except i bet you rob doesn't play video games right (laughs) nah he doesn't forte no Yeah, Whitaker's uh, addicted to video games. I
2: just can't see Rob. Yeah, I've heard heard Whitaker say a few times, like, he doesn't mind the hotel quarantine on the way home because he can just, yeah, play his video games.
1: Are you a UFC fan? Yeah, I'm a big UFC
2: fan. Oh, awesome. Now someone likes you. That's cool. Like, even, even being out here, like, the gym that we're training at in Vegas is, like, right next to the Apex, so I've just been, yeah fanboying every time i drive past it
1: <laughs> oh that is sweet have you taken a picture out in front of it yet
2: uh yeah i've sent a picture of it to a few of my mates but um i, I haven't taken a photo of me in front of it but <laughs> dude, dude that's awesome
1: how do you how do you stumble across crossfit at 14 years old
2: uh, my dad was doing it for a year prior and um yeah i was sort of just like a little not i wasn't i wasn't too fat but i was just like a little chubby kid and he sort of like said if i wanted to try it out and yeah i just went in and loved it
1: and your dad's kind of a stud you got that picture of him on your instagram riding one of the nicest harley davidson's i've ever seen
2: (laughs) yeah yeah that's a a really nice bike And, and what's your dad do for a living uh he's a plumber so he has his own business
1: oh Oh, shit so your dad's a plumber and you're an electrician (laughs) yeah
2: yeah uh my brother my brother's a plumber as well and he works with my dad my younger brother and uh yeah dad my he just wouldn't let me do plumbing because he didn't think i could handle it so i went with the bit bit more of a cleaner trade and yeah
1: So basically, your dad's like, hey, I don't think you can be a plumber. So you're like, okay, fuck you. I'll be the CrossFit team. (laughs) You can handle that.
2: (laughs) It ended up like that. (laughs)
1: Um, and so, and so when you started, when you were 14, was, were, were you kind of like dragging ass when you went there? Were you like kind of like pouting like I would have been? Like at 14, like you want to go play with your friends and your dad's like, come on, come to the gym. And you're like, God damn. It.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, it wasn't like that at all. I just, I just, yeah, as soon as I started, I just loved that you could, uh, you couldn't really ever master it. You know, you can always continue to get better at something. And, um, for me, I suppose the motivation at the start was to do a, do a muscle up. So.
1: And how old were you when you got a muscle-up? I want to say maybe like 16, 15 or 16. So so after a couple of years. And and, and there's pictures of you competing very young too.
2: Yeah, there was uh, a lot of luck, just local competitions around at the time. And I mean, even um, the Open, but when there was no teenage division or anything like that, I was just jumping straight in.
1: You didn't mind. Um, you didn't mind losing. You didn't mind putting like kind of like your your yourself on the line and, and participating and and knowing that you
2: might not not do well. Yeah, no, not at all. Like especially at the start, like I was still very fresh and um, just wanted to be involved. So, because
1: I think a lot of kids are kind of afraid of losing. I know I would have been afraid of losing.
2: Yeah, for sure. I suppose I don't know. I suppose at the time, like I just thought. I didn't think um, that, you know, I was going to take it serious. I thought maybe I was just doing it for fitness at the time, and then it turned into into a sports for me, so. W-
1: were there pretty girls in the CrossFit class? <laughs> Everyone was older than me, but, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Like, you remember going in there at 14 and being like, wow, there's a lot of
2: attractive women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that specifically, but...
1: Were, were you a shy
2: boy? Um, Yeah, I'd say so.
1: Like normal shy for a 14-year-old or like exceedingly
2: shy? Uh, I'd say normally shy, yeah. Normal shy. Normal. Normal. Yeah.
1: And did you play any sports before then?
2: Yeah, I pretty much like did all sports, like even in, like racing motorbikes as well um, early. And then, uh, yeah, just like AFL, which is Aussie football. And – um. Yeah, basketball a little bit as well. So you liked moving? Yeah, for sure. My whole family was like pretty much always playing sports. No rugby.
1: And how much no old rugby is your... or cricket?
2: Uh, no
0: rugby
2: or cricket? Nah, not not rugby or cricket. That's sort of like rugby is a lot more um, popular in like Queensland and Sydney, but in Melbourne, uh, Aussie rules football is very popular.
1: Um. Brian, can you see Jay's upload status?
0: No, I don't think I want to either, though. <laughs> it says zero percent. I've
1: never ever seen that. Well, first time for something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, Jay, how's your internet? How's your internet at
2: your house? He's
1: not at his house.
2: Uh, I'm in a hotel, oh. so that's what I was. I was scared of
1: oh you're outside an airport and i just keep hearing airplanes taking off pretty
2: much i'm actually pretty close to the airport here
1: and um are you on a computer oh because you're not in australia you're in vegas i'm in vegas yeah gotcha okay this is going to be something else and is your computer plugged in
2: yeah oh awesome. oh awesome you mean
1: and yeah and do you need to take it anywhere today no Oh sweet! Because <laughs> you might
2: have to leave it there for like a week to to finish uploading, right where it's sitting. I'm hotspotting on my phone, but I can go over to the Wi-Fi. But I think it's a little bit slower, but I'll I'll figure Damn. it.
1: Damn. Okay, great. Um, so so you you're were you did you look up to your brother?
2: Uh, my brother's younger than me. He's two two years younger, but um, yeah, he he. He motivates me. He's like my, he's like my main hype man at competitions. So he looks up to you, and you don't want to let him down. Yeah, for sure.
1: And, and uh, your your girlfriend? Who's your girlfriend? Uh,
2: Maddie Sturt. And,
1: and when I saw pictures of her on your Instagram, I recognized her. Was she a competitor?
2: <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she's been at the games for four years, I think holy cow is she going again this year also no she she come third in the last chance qualifier so just missed out and how did you meet her um through competitions but mainly because we're both sponsored by Reebok
1: so can you tell me about meeting her when you met her how you met her
2: yeah I knew I knew I knew her for a couple of years um before we started dating but uh yeah, it's just like through competition and um, a lot of like Reebok things going on.
1: It did you make the first move or did she? How, how do you how do you how do you know that you that you're capable of talking to and dating a CrossFit Games athlete?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I suppose that we we're just like already really good friends, and then um, yeah, it just you get talking, and then it all just happens.
1: Right. So it was it's very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> You you got to be like a, a pretty a pretty rare outlier for a twenty two year old to have a girlfriend you met in
2: person. <laughs> yeah, it's not on not on Tinder.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and and it's probably is it is it better for two? Do you, do you think that works for two athletes to be dating as opposed to maybe someone who's not in the sport also?
2: Uh, yeah. It's like we both have the same goals, so you know we both support each other. So it's pretty easy, yeah. Do, you- Do your parents like her? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Does your brother like her? Yes. You tell, not- you tell him not to make eye contact with her for more than like twenty seconds. Like, hey, hey. How
0: hey. no, when? Uh, uh, everyone, uh, yeah. When you were only given one one extra person to bring with you to the United States, did your brother like her then? Did your brother like her then? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah well dad dad said he couldn't go because he had to start he had to keep working <laughs> so he made it easy for you so
0: he
1: made it easy for you yeah so-, so she's in your corner now she came with you oh, that- oh that's awesome so you have a uh and, and, and have you been to the games before
2: yeah i was in a uh, te- uh, uh, team uh 2017 and 2018 and then last year if you want to count it virtually but it's not the same
1: no, I don't want to count team either or, or 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 virtual. And was it hard switching from team to individual?
2: Uh, No, I felt I felt like uh, that helped me a lot, like just to sort of see how it all worked. And then when I went individual, I was I was ready.
1: Are you all in? Now, I mean, 22 – I ask you this because we were talking to Sydney yesterday. Cindy, Sydney – Go ahead, Brian. McElishan, and Thank you. And I was trying to figure out when it clicked for her that she would call herself a CrossFit Games athlete be, because it's a, such an enormous commitment, right? It's so easy for, like, someone who carries a camera around to say I'm a photographer or you know so easy for me to say I'm a podcaster I just call people and talk to them and post it on the internet right but to say you're a crossfitter there's this leap you have to make into like okay I'm going to live in the pain cave now for 10 years right it's like do do you remember when you made that leap
2: or have you made it yeah, are you still just fucking around. fucking around yeah well no this year I I definitely made it I um I well obviously I had to do my electrical apprenticeship um and that was 4 years so um, yeah I did that and then I always had the plan on doing something and um, going full time with CrossFit once I had something to fall back on um, so I mean I feel like I've, I made the leap of making CrossFit a priority probably at the start of 2020 but this year I've gone full time with CrossFit so um, yeah I mean I feel I feel like uh, that's what you got to do. So
1: and, and when you go full time with CrossFit, what are the implications that it's like, like in my mind, it means basically it's 24 hours a day dealing with your body, sleep, food, movement, what good mental mindset. It's like like everything has to be perfect, like all the aspects of life. Is that? What it's like.
2: Um, no, I, I've like, I don't try to take it too serious because that's when I think, um, like, I feel like when I'm not having fun, then, you know, the results won't follow. So, I mean, like, it's good. It's good to have the time to, I mean, maybe do more than one session a day and then, yeah, having the time to prep your food and then recovery as well. Whereas when I was working and then just rolling up to the gym in the afternoon, um, that was a lot tougher. So yeah, for sure having the time to yeah, listen to your body and then go from there.
1: Well, when I, I used to play Frisbee like five or six hours a day, every day for years. And so all my friends played Frisbee. And now now I have kids and I was actually talking to one of the parents about this uh the other day. Like I don't like all my friends and I use that term loosely they're they're basically people with kids and I don't really care whether my, the parents are cool or not cool. My threshold for tolerance is enormous if their kids are cool because I want my kids to be able to hang out with cool right? kids. Yeah. Right. So like if you have a kid who doesn't bite and who is easy for my kids to play with and, you know, doesn't encourage them to throw rocks at the side of my house, then you're in. And i like, I don't care if the, I really, I really don't give a shit about the parents. Like, I'll be friends with them. I'll make it work, <laughs> you know, so they bring their kids to my house and play. Um And it's also really easy for me to push away bad people now, right? So someone – is it like that with CrossFit too? Have you noticed a, a restructuring of your social group because of just this severity or or the – not the severity of what you're doing. It's not life or death, but you are walking a tightrope.
2: You're trying to make your body the best body in the world, right? Most capable. Yeah. I mean, um, after back like a lot of, a lot of things that all my, like school friends and all that sort of, that when they're like sort of going out and all that sort of stuff, I have to, um, say no. So I probably don't get asked anymore, but, um, yeah, just things like that. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not, don't hang out as much with all my, all my school friends anymore.
1: <laughs> do, do, do boys, um, your age, um, smoke weed in Australia?
2: Uh no, it's still illegal.
1: Oh. Oh. Well, it was illegal when when I went to school and everyone smoked weed, but <laughs> yeah, like fair. you no. would think that yeah. would be like <laughs> not not in my not in my group.
2: <laughs> not
1: in group. Not in your group. Um and is drinking big? Drinking. Drinking. And and you can't really do that.
2: I try not to anyway.
1: It doesn't fit in your macros.
2: <laughs> nah. i I mean, I don't, I don't even really measure all that stuff either. <laughs> I just eat, eat whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're, yeah, you're not going to waste any of your caloric intake on a Heineken, <laughs> no. or, 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 or St. Pauli's Girl. What do you guys drink there? What, what what's the, what's the thing with the yeah, giant Foster's. can?
2: <laughs> Fosters. Is that still big? Is that still big in Australia? Not so much. There's like, it's just it, like Corona, all the main, all the
0: main beers. That was like 20 years ago gotcha. they had that Foster's that was huge. campaign, and that's all, That's just what I remember. So that's just what I remember. <laughs> yeah, every, yeah, everything's bigger in Australia or
1: something. Like the guy had a, a huge knife instead of a pocket knife, and he drank a giant can of Foster's. That's what they would tell us about yeah. you here in the States. <laughs>
2: Rod and the kangaroo to school.
1: Tell me about your journey to the United States. What, what hotel are you in? Can you say? Or are you afraid that the fans will mob
2: you? <laughs> no, we're <laughs> we're not staying on the strip or anything like that. We're just in a uh, Holiday Inn, just like a yeah, pretty chill hotel.
1: So tell me about your journey um, from
2: Australia to the Holiday Inn. Uh, yeah, so we had to put through travel exemptions, all that, all that sort of stuff, to um, get permission to leave the country. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of, like, planning going into it and, um, yeah, we had to fly to Sydney and then Sydney to LA, LA to Vegas. But, uh, yeah, it was sort of weird because uh, most of the country in lockdown at the moment and my state's in, like, its fifth lockdown. So, uh, planes and airports are, like, there's no one on them and, like, airports virtually closed. So, um, yeah, super weird and even, like the plane the plane from uh, Sydney to LA there was 15 total people on it like on a mass
0: yeah you put a uh you you put a little video up on your Instagram and I was looking at it I watched it like two or three times I was like this can't be right
2: <laughs> yeah like i mean i wasn't complaining cuz you have a whole row to yourself and sort of make a bed but it was super weird. so um yeah that that's pretty much it and it was all like pretty cruisy. I mean, just weird with the lockdowns. Because yeah,
1: it, is it, at, at every checkpoint, at every interaction with airport officials and customs people, are you it, are you kind of like holding your breath? Like, holy shit, are we going to get stopped here? Are we going to get stopped here? Yeah,
2: especially because the rules are like changing. Uh, every day so when we um when we went to the airport at home they said that sydney's made a rule now anyone coming from melbourne uh is gonna have to quarantine for 14 days when you get to sydney and we're like well we can't do that and lucky we'll just keep saying that we had an exemption and all that and then they said that we were gonna have to get escorted from the plane in sydney to a hotel for the night and then they were gonna bring us back to get on the plane to la but then We get to Sydney, and we just walk straight out. Like, there's just so many, like, weird things like that going on, and um, it just, like, it stresses you out when, you know, there's, ends up nothing actually in place. So, yeah, I was definitely in that mind frame of, like, you know, scared that we're going to get stopped and not be able to come over, but we're here now, so all the stress is gone.
1: And if they tell you that you're going to get escorted to the hotel, then when you get when you don't get that escort, you must have been nervous coming back to the airport, like they would ask you, hey, well, why weren't you escorted back here?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, when we got there, there was all people lined up and you had to fill in, like, a declaration. So, yeah, it was just super weird, like, yeah.
1: Man, I don't,
2: I don't, I... And when you say that you're in your fifth lockdown, what does a lockdown look like? It, uh, it's pretty much you have to stay home. There's four reasons to leave. You know, if like you're an essential worker, um, you go on for exercise, um, which exercise, the gyms are closed. So that means like go for a walk or a run, um, go to the supermarket and then I don't know what the fourth one is, but yeah. And you can't, you can't leave like five K's from your house
1: and so theoretically you could be outside all day
2: if you were just exercising all day yeah well no they even say like you got two hours or something like that but i don't know how they police that but that's what they say
1: did you ever get in trouble for not obeying the lockdown no um Um, do, do you see people getting in trouble
2: yeah like i haven't i haven't seen like police or anything telling anyone off but i've seen like videos and stuff of like you know people not wearing masks and they're getting fines and stuff like that
1: yeah because that's what we see here in the united states about australia we see a lot you know they just show us uh, for, through social media and the news we only see like the worst of the worst but i can't tell if that's like the norm you know like they show um they show like the police storming a lady's house who's pregnant and taking her away and arresting her because she posted something on Facebook against the lockdowns. And you're just like, Holy shit. But like, you can't tell if that's just a one off or if the, if the cells in Australia are full of
2: pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. That that's definitely a one off. Yeah. Stuff like that's gone viral is all like a one off. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. And, uh, how long are you here in the United States? Um, the plan is two and a half weeks. Um, but yeah, we got weird news the other day that, uh, United and the United Airlines and stuff aren't flying now until September 4th because of the lockdown in Sydney. So I don't know whether we're going to be able to get on another, another flight, but it just seems weird that they've, um, they've cancelled all their flights and not going to fly again until, um, the lockdown in Sydney is supposed to lift. So apparently American Airlines have done that as well, but yeah, I've reached out to like all the other Aussie athletes, and they haven't been notified yet. So hopefully, um, it's just United, and we can get on another flight home. And uh,
1: it, it, is your only comrade on this trip, Maddie? Yes. Well, one thing, one thing that should help motivate you: if you win the CrossFit Games this year, there will be so many people swinging from your dick that you could probably stay at people's homes and shit for like months here in the United States. People will just love on you. But unfortunately that's contingent on becoming the absolute fittest person who's, who's currently on planet earth. So it it is, but, but I bet you it would lead to a lot of, um, invitations to staying at a lot of wealthy people's homes and and shit. You could go up to Vermont and stay with Matt. I bet he's a sucker for a game. (laughs) winner. (laughs)
2: <laughs> It'd be nice.
1: And and, and it, it, that wouldn't be so bad. You know, that's a great time to be, I don't know how it is in Australia right now, but these next four months here in the United States are, are three months. I mean, uh, are pretty much amazing everywhere. And if you were to come west to the West Coast, I mean, we basically have our summer, we keep our summer here in California until like December.
2: So it's pretty, it's pretty damn nice. Yeah. I mean, luck it'd be super cool to like hang out here for a couple of months, especially like home being in lockdown. There's sort of, you know, no reason to go home, but yeah, it's just the money, all that sort of stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Money. (laughs) I I always forget about that part. Um, uh, Jay, what does what your training look like when you're locked down? How did, how did you do that?
2: Um, I had a gym at home so when it was real like hectic lockdown we' locked down for like eight months. Um, I had a pretty good gym at home so I was still able to do everything. Um, but yeah the next few like next few times we ended up sort of finding rule, like rules out that you can go to the gym if it's your job so
1: do you think your training suffered or do you think there was any benefit to the lockdown? Did it, did it motivate you? Did it get you more focused? Was it, how did, how does that play out for you?
2: you Yeah, I found it, I found it tough, like the motivation because, um, you know, it's just not as, not as fun, not being around your mates and, you know, throwing the banter around all that sort of stuff. So I suppose missing that sort of social side and, uh, enjoying sort of racing your friends and talking shit is, uh, what I found tough.
1: Since, since you started your training at 14 and you're 22 now, have you ever gone backwards?
2: Um, yeah, I would say like, uh, no, I wouldn't say backwards, but just like the early stages when I was young, you know, I'd have made like I'd be a little bit over it and, you know, have like two weeks off and just early on. But uh, no, I wouldn't say I've gone backwards.
1: And and, and what age did you have? When we were talking to Sydney yesterday, it just sounds like in the last two years from when she was 19 to when she was 21 that her fitness just exploded. Like it almost seems unbelievable the leaps and the
2: gains she's made.
1: Has it been like that for you too? Yeah,
2: I'd definitely say in the last two years for sure.
1: Because there's got to be some point where you're snatching 200 pounds and you're so proud of yourself, but then also in your head, you're like, well, fuck someone else snatched 300 pounds and I'll never do that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, um, and I think it's just sort of like where you're at, like in growth as well. Like, uh, in the teenage divisions, like, uh, there was obviously guys a lot more developed than me. So I didn't, uh, do as well. Like, I mean, in like, sort of the strength numbers and all that sort of stuff, but, um, I feel like yeah, now I'm in a place where you know I'm sort of seeing that that level
1: when when you don't have facial hair, you don't look a day older than sixteen. yeah I agree <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean you can I mean your body does i mean you have, you have a you have a man child body but but when when I go back in your Instagram and just even a little bit when you don't have facial hair, it's crazy how young you look. I couldn't even believe you're the same person. Yeah.
2: Like, and that's it. Again, that's like the last two years. Like, I could only maybe grow like a little mustache in 2019, but yeah.
0: Are you keeping the beard for the games?
1: A little mustache.
2: Yeah. I'll probably trim it up, but sharpen it up a little bit.
1: <laughs> ha- has, has, has light, ha- have you lived a good life, Jay? Yes, I have. Your mom and dad are together? Yeah,
2: yep. Family's all together. Very solid and, uh, yeah, super lucky. You've been been healthy your whole life? Yes. You have both your testicles? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Have
1: have you ever met Chad McKay?
2: Yeah, I have a couple of times, uh, just at competitions as well through Rob. Was he nice? Was he nice to you? Yeah, super good dude. Is
1: the-, is the whole? I think he's an amazing dude. I'm just looking for some dirt on him. No one that can nice be that something. nice and perfect. <laughs> and, and, um, and uh, is is the whole CrossFit community in Australia pretty tight?
2: Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, especially at Tori and I realize that too. Like everyone's just real good mates, especially on the men's side. Like, yeah, everyone throws banter around, and it's just yeah, such a good time
1: because you guys yell all that aussie 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 stuff and the crowd gets behind you you even bring that shit to the united states and make everyone else feel bad because you guys are having so much fun um and how has tia affected the sport in australia
2: uh yeah she's she's definitely blown it up like yeah everyone i suppose everyone's just sad that she's uh that they can't watch her over here anymore because she's uh living in the states but um yeah, she's definitely uh, put CrossFit on notice a lot more in Australia. Yeah, she, yeah,
1: she, she, she's a. Uh, it, it's really cool that she's Australian for you guys. She, I mean, you basically have someone. If she wins this year, it will be hard to say she's not the most dominant CrossFit Games athlete ever. Is this her? Would this be her fifth win? Yeah, Brian. Yep. Yep. Does anyone know if she plans on retiring after this year? Is, has anyone interviewed her or talked to her?
0: I I've heard both ways. I don't I, I don't. But I don't. Uh, I haven't talked to her, so that's the only person I would I would trust with that information. I would trust with
1: that information. I I, I trust Jay with it. What rumors <laughs> have you heard, Jay? Uh,
2: I don't know if I've just like heard little things like on interviews too, but um, yeah, I suppose you can't know for sure.
1: You you have a YouTube channel, and in one of your recent interviews, you were making um, predictions about who was going to win events. Um, on behalf of Brian and I, we'd like to tell you to stay I in like your I fucking lane compete. and just compete. We'll deal with the uh, <laughs> we'll, deal, we'll deal with the predictions.
2: Yeah, like I mean, the story about my YouTube channel is like I'm just trying to get a lot more comfortable in front of the camera. You know, like that that's what that's what my main. My main reason for all my YouTube videos is, but, uh, yes, I'll, I'll take note of that.
1: Uh, you, uh, you you seemed very comfortable. Um, how did, how did you do in your picks?
2: Um, yeah, that, that not so, not so well. (laughs) I was, I was back in Dallin. Dallin Pepper was looking really good.
1: He was, he was looking really good. Um well just so you know not to make you feel well uh, yeah actually to make you feel bad I think Brian in general gets 4 out of 5 right so <laughs> just keep practicing
0: Actually Jay there's something you said a while ago that that kind of surprised me was that when you saw the Torium Pro um workouts that you didn't think a lot of them were good for you cuz when I you know I obviously don't know as much about you as an athlete as you know about yourself but I generally think of you as an, as an athlete who there isn't that much that's actually bad for you So I was curious what you thought in particular might have been a, you know, less than ideal workout or circumstance for you that down there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um,
2: yeah, the, I, I suppose like it was sort of just, I was just getting in my head a little bit. I mean, I, I sort of just felt like, uh, there was three out of the seven workouts were with machines and I, I don't know. I felt like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm not as a, like, a bigger dude that can sort of move those machines well, so, yeah, I just felt like I was just getting in my head too much and, um, talked myself out of it, but, you know, it's weird how it works, like, the event that I thought I was going to do really well in was my worst finish, so, um, yeah, it's crazy, just, you know, your little mind games and stuff, which, I mean, I've worked on a lot and I feel like I'm, um, usually really solid going into competitions and, um, really confident in in my fitness so yeah it was just uh i suppose maybe the long the long layoff of not having an in person competition for for you know a, over a year so um yeah you could you, i suppose i just surprised myself and um sort of reassured uh my mental game to to not doubt myself how how tall are, how tall you? are you uh Maybe like 175 centimeters.
0: He's about five nine, I think. He's about five nine, I think. Yeah.
1: Oh, and how? Oh, and how much do you weigh? 85 kilos.
0: I think it's 183 or something like that. Three or something like that. Oh, so
1: you're, the- oh so you're the first perfect CrossFitter we've interviewed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's one of the. He's, he's actually. He's actually one of fucking- the latest uh, competitors this year at the games for the men. Year at the game yeah and like i think in the last six months
2: i've put on you know four or five kilos like 10 12 pounds yeah wow
1: are you trying to do that
2: yeah like definitely because um just the strength numbers i think it helped has helped a lot with
1: is vegas a mile high a mile high? Is, is yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the elevation in Vegas? Are they at a mile high? How high? What's the, what's the elevation in Vegas? I think it's Vegas?
0: sea level. Not sure off the top of my head.
1: <clears throat> oh, is it? Why did you choose... Um, am I confusing yes. it with Denver? Uh, Ve- why did you choose Vegas to um, Vegas elevation? Um, why did you choose Vegas? You choose Vegas? Main- oh, 2,000 feet. Half a, less than half a mile.
2: Really? Uh, yeah, sorry, ma- sorry, mainly sorry, ahead, because Jack. of the heat. Um... I just wanted to feel, feel what it would be like, and then, uh, yeah, I suppose that in Madison it won't be, won't be as bad. But uh, yeah, definitely the first day that we got here, we did a we did a running session in the heat, and it was uh, very tough. <laughs> but yeah, over the course of the week, um, got lo- got a lot more comfortable being in the sun and sort of um, yeah, being uh, a lot more comfortable and not not panicking um, feeling that, so you're not. And which gym are you working out in? Sorry, Brian. Uh, we are training at, uh, culmination South.
0: So that's, that's the gym. So you're there with Carrie Pearson, Bethany Shadburn, Daniel Brandon, and you're not the only Australian guy that's in Vegas right now. Are you? Yes, right now. Are you?
2: Yeah. So that was just like super lucky that Khan came over and he said that, um, he was going to be here as well the week prior. So, yeah, that's made it a lot, a lot more enjoyable as well with him jumping into our sessions. So, yeah, and I can't, I can't thank the guys enough there at, uh, at culmination South because they've been like super welcoming and um, it's been really, really fun. Wow! I-
1: wow! I, I, why is Con there? I, I, I made up a, a reason in my head. Do you know why he's there?
2: Uh, yeah, he well, he's in the demo team, but he's in Vegas because he's uh, good mates with Justin Kotler. That's a
1: Oh, I thought he was courting Danielle. Brandon. Danielle,
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Brandon. Yeah, that, that's, that's the story I told myself, well, right? away. <laughs> no
0: one's surprised that that's Brandon. the story you came up with.
1: Maybe, maybe I'm projecting maybe I'm projecting. Um, so so and, and did you know him back in Australia? Did you say you guys were you guys were blokes? Is that the word you used? He seems like a great dude. The little time I've spent with him and his persona on
2: uh, through the media is that he's dope. Is he dope, man? He's such a good dude, and he's like he always just wants to help you out.
0: That's awesome.
1: That's awesome. And he's on the demo team. What? What a cool thing! <laughs> it. Who's the other one? Oh, that's right. And has he made it to the states yet?
2: Yeah, he's been training, he was training with Tia prior to the LCQ.
0: He came over, yeah, like over a month ago. Ha- a month ago.
2: Yeah, he came o- he came over here like pretty much straight after Torian. Ha- 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 do you have any desire to train with Tia? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to, like if the opportunity ever ever arise Probably just show
1: her your passport and prove that you're Australian. I think that's how you guys work. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's for sure. I'm sure that would uh, be super welcoming as well. And
1: and-, and and when will you start making the journey? How many days are we out till the games? It's getting close. Uh, less than a week now. Five days. Yeah, yeah five days. Is it- is the 28- Today's the 23rd. It's Friday the 23rd. And, it- and does the event start on the 28th? it does uh
2: wednesday, wednesday the, the 28th yeah, and but we have check-in and all that sort of stuff uh on the monday
1: um okay so when do you start when do you head to
2: madison heading on sunday 25th so yeah just okay, okay.
1: and will you i'm assuming you'll fly
2: yeah we got to fly uh to chicago and then fly to madison
1: do you, have, do you have any angst about, uh, I'm assuming when you get to the venue, there's going to be one final um, test to see if you have the virus. Um, are, do you have any anxiety about that?
2: Uh, a little bit, but I've been vaccinated and stuff like that, but I know that you can still still get it. But um, yeah, a little bit. Like we're just being super cautious as well because I know it's uh, it's a lot more common here than it is at home. So yeah, for sure yeah i think yeah
1: i think you're still 100 percent susceptible to getting it but you just if you get it theoretically the vaccine would make you asymptomatic so you wouldn't spread
2: it right that's what i've heard too and i've heard that like uh yeah people have still got it but it's just pretty much just like getting the flu like it's not as bad but
1: but 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 it would still stop they would still not let you compete
2: yeah, well, I I'm not sure if they're testing people who have been vaccinated. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Oh. Oh, well god, I hope I hope for your for you that they're not. Cuz it's crazy, it's crazy what's going on um all over the sporting world that you're seeing people, especially these Olympians. I don't know what the I I never seem to read the articles, but I keep hearing about Olympians who test positive and then I just assume that means that they have to sit in their hotel room and they don't get to compete.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard that uh, there was an Aussie tennis player who was uh, yeah do, having grand slams and stuff before before going to the Olympics and he had it so he couldn't compete.
1: Hey Brian, we... hey Brian, we have a hum, and when you leaned over to your left, it went away. Yeah, well, lean lean over to the left again. I want to see no, if that it's happens. Not go lean go that
0: way. This is what will make it go away. Oh.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. Did you meet yourself? I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's your fucking computer, because you have a computer from 1987 with like a a fan the size of a Walmart fan in there. I can't wait till this podcast is successful and we can buy you a new computer. God damn, that'll be amazing. Maybe maybe this interview with Jay will push us over. Um, Jay, you gave away a sauna tell me about that how how did you give away a sauna i don't even own a sauna and you're giving saunas
2: away so a company a local company to uh reached out and they wanted to help with uh fundraising the trip over here because obviously everyone knows that it's costing like triple the amount so yeah they reached out and um said to that they wanted to offer a sauna uh yeah to someone who's donated so that was super cool, and it got everyone super pumped. And it, yeah, boosted the, the fundraiser, which was really really helpful.
0: And what?
1: And what was the name of the company? Eye uh, Health Saunas. And do you own one of those? Uh, no, I don't. Oh shit! Oh shit! They should have given you two. Here's one for you. Do, do you sauna? Where do you do that if you don't have one? Oh, gotcha. Damn. Damn. Sorry, health. I wish I wouldn't have asked that question. <laughs> and do you also? ice bath also? No, I don't. You don't ice bath. You don't
2: ice bath. And why not? Um, I, don't, I don't really like it, but...
1: <sighs> you don't like it because it causes discomfort or you don't like how it affects your performance?
2: Yeah, discomfort. And I mean, like, I suppose I don't really have a setup to do it. I'm, go- I'm going to bet that you use one at the CrossFit Games. Yes or no? Yeah, I think I will. Oh shit! Oh shit! That was too easy. <laughs> I was hoping for a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It depends.
1: Do you have all your food and everything figured out? What you're going to eat at the games?
2: Uh, yeah. Just I just like will eat a lot of stuff that's just easy to get in because I find yeah when I'm competing it's hard hard to eat. Just with like the nerves and all that sort of stuff.
1: Will you be? Will you be? Will you be at a house or a hotel room? A uh,
2: hotel. Oh,
1: why? Is- oh, why is that?
2: Just, I suppose the cost. Are are hotel rooms cheaper than renting a house? Yeah, the Airbnbs are ridiculous.
1: I that I uh, that that must be people just taking advantage of the fact that there's a lot of people coming to town because nothing. I can't imagine anything being expensive in Madison. Yeah,
2: and I think <laughs> the hotels boosted up a little bit too. Sure. Yeah.
1: Because I've got the, the I, I don't know what the real estate market there is doing now, but when I when I was there in 2017 or 18, I remember or both years, I remember looking at ho- housing prices and it was just crazy how cheap everything is in Madison. I mean, you get a house on the lake for like half a million dollars. It was nuts. You can't even get a one-bedroom shack with a fucking outhouse in in, uh, in Santa Cruz, California, for half a million dollars. You cannot buy anything. It, is it expensive where you live yeah. also? In yeah, yeah, it's
2: pretty much the same. What you just mentioned, then, like average house where I live. I mean, like a I'll say like a starter house would be yeah, like five six hundred thousand. I, I, f- I, I, frequently, when I see the most expensive
1: places in the world to live, I, I see, uh, you know, the San Francisco Bay Area, Sydney, and Hong Kong as like.
2: Yeah, Sydney, Sydney. Yeah,
1: their average
0: house is ex- very expensive. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. Jay, was the
1: especially with only twenty five. Was the people. gym?
0: Was the gym that your Go dad ahead, started run, training at Rob Forte's gym? Yeah, Rob Forte's. No, it was a
2: gym about ten minutes away.
0: And then presumably you started. He took you to the same one he was at. So, at what point did you did you either meet Rob or make the transition to to the different gym? Uh, To the different gym.
2: Uh, It was as I finished my last year in the teenage division. So, yeah, when I was seventeen, I
0: connected with Rob, and um, yeah, went from there. Did he, did he like recruit you and say, Hey, do you want to come train with us? Maybe be a part of our team or something like that Our team or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, offered,
2: offered me to train there for free and yeah, mentor me and get me started.
0: And was that, uh, did that change? Had you already had aspirations to compete in the sport or did that enhance it or did that kind of propel that forward in any way? that forward in any way. yeah that enhanced it massively especially because i was like a big
2: fan of rob's and um yeah it kept the kept the motivation at, at a
0: peak at, at first were you were you nervous at all training with him at all training with
2: him yeah for sure
0: and then and then you beat him and then it was all good and then it was all good
2: yeah <laughs> and then yeah as i started to build a um a good relationship with him it um was obviously uh yeah, just really really good um, pushing each other and yeah. Hug. Is he at, will he be at the games this year? Uh no, he's he's got a young family and one on the way, so he sort of didn't want to risk coming over here and not being able to get home. So right. Right. Uh, he will probably be on FaceTime a lot through the night.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> How So he's your coach. Okay. Sorry,
0: how man. how good is he still like does he push you in workouts pretty frequently Workouts pretty frequently
2: yeah he beats me i'd say at least two times a week in a workout
0: because we were talking with uh samuel cornway the other day who's been training down with rich rich at, at mayhem and he says the same thing he's like this guy's still great he's still beating me on a on a majority of the workouts <laughs> <Pretty other>
2: work. <laughs> yeah yeah man he's he pushes he, it like if I'm beating him in a workout, it's only just. Wow. Barely. It's only what? Like by, Barely. you know, like just, like uh, 10, 20 seconds.
1: you speak Australian? you speak Australian, Brian? You knew what he was
2: saying? I did a quick translation. <laughs> quick I apologize. <laughs>
1: um. Um, yeah, and, 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 um, are, are you going to do amazing in the swim? Like when we think of Australians, we think, oh shit, if there's water, those guys win.
2: Uh, no, not so much. I wasn't like a surf life saving guy growing up. So, I mean, like I always, I always was in like a pool or a beach and whatnot, but never, never really like constantly swimming properly. Do you,
1: do you have a, uh, S- something you're better at Then are, are you better at strength events are you better at endurance events or do you have a side that you yeah,
2: prefer yeah i've been asked this a little bit as well like i, I just feel like i'm just very well rounded and not not like you know at that that top at one thing so i mean like I, i'm good i'm good on my hands and handstand push-ups all that sort of stuff like i love to do and feel like that's a good strength of mine as well but I still feel like, you know, at the game's level, it's still not like the top to sort of like win an event. I mean, I could, again, I could surprise myself and, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, I just feel confident that I'm just very well rounded.
0: You look pretty comfortable on the handstand obstacle course that you guys had set up over there. That's set up over there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good fun. I always like, like
2: doing the obstacles. How long is, how long is that event? We don't know.
1: We don't know. I mean, it looks like. I mean, it looks like it's less than a minute. It Could right? be,
0: but you, like you said, we've talked about before. You never know what Dave. What if he says, "Okay, now you guys are going down and back," and suddenly it's twice the time domain. It's the, twice the time domain. Yeah, and that's the same
2: thing. What I'm thinking as well is like all the events that are come out. There's they're not
0: official. There's going to be something, some change. Yeah, yeah, I th-
1: yeah, I, think I, th- I think that's smart.
0: in your In your training with Rob, does he he writes most of the programming? He
2: writes most of the programming. Yes, he does all of it, Yeah. And
0: does he like to show it to you ahead of time? Does he give you a week at a time, or is it just kind of show up and then find out it on the day? On
2: the day. Yeah, it's a week at a time.
0: And he never changed. Where did you take I, this second? Was, did he cha- Does ahead, he Ryan, change sorry. that up at all a- after you qualify for the games, just to give you that experience of? finding something out immediately and then needing to figure out how to do it?
2: To figure out how to do it? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure, especially, uh, yeah, like the last two weeks being at home. he, um, Yeah, he'd change, change it up.
1: Where did you take second place to Rich at? Where did you compete against Rich?
2: Uh, that was the Tarian Pro, yeah, before it was. Um...
0: But this was a – it wasn't an individual In competition, though. It was – teams teams of two teams of two
2: yeah teams of two so rich was with royce and i was with rob so that was 2019
1: wow okay and how close were you guys to them
2: uh i don't know off the top of my head on points but uh i know that we only beat them in like one or two events
1: well Well, wow, okay, because when I saw that, I was trying to figure out where did Rich compete as an individual. So I, I guess that makes sense. He wasn't competing as an individual. What was Rich doing out there?
2: Uh, I think, yeah, just like a, just came out for that. I know, uh, China Cho and um, Tasia. Tasia came Tasia. out as well. Yeah.
0: What year was? What year was that, Brian? What was Rich doing out there? That seems so uncharacteristic of him. I think what well, was uh 2019, but I think it was uh like a a sponsorship thing and agreement and partnering with Reebok and Torian and just getting some, some, you know, obviously high profile athletes from the U S out into Australia. Cause a lot of times the Australian CrossFit competitions are very contained. You know, even Jay's, I think besides this year, this he's only, I think you can tell me if I'm wrong about this, had one other individual competition that I would call like international in a live setting. At least most of his experience competing is with the other Australian men and most of the Australian fans only get to see the Aussies and Kiwis. I guess we should include New Zealand in that, compete with each other. So I think Rich was just coming down there as like a promotional thing. It was like a promotional
1: thing. Oh, you have to talk out loud because some people are listening, Jay. You have to be like, uh, yes, Brian, you're right, or fuck you're at know-it-all. You're not even close. You choose, you choose. Yeah, I, I won't force you what to say, but I do have to force you to actually open your mouth and talk. Sorry, buddy. I've
2: just that been was, used to. I've just okay. been used to watching your guys' podcasts on YouTube. So, so, so you think you don't
1: even think you're on the show right now? You think you're just watching it? and It's just Brian and I and some handsome dude from Australia. Okay, well, you're on the show, so go ahead. Is Brian right or not?
0: So, Jesus <clears throat>
1: Christ. He's fuck he's fucking 22. He doesn't even want to be on the show. He wants to go he wants to go roll around in bed with Maddie and then go train. No. He don't give a
2: <laughs> fuck about this.
0: No, I'm 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 happy. I'm happy on me. Jay, what what did uh, how did you choose that competition in Argentina South Fit to go compete at
2: SouthFit to go compete uh, at. Yeah, that was another cool opportunity that uh Reebok organized.
0: And then there were there were a lot of uh
1: so wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not letting them off that easy. Hold on. So, but did you have to do it? The question is, as Brian's asking, how did you choose it? And you're saying it was a good opportunity. Did you have
2: to no. do it? No, they uh, they just offered, and I thought that it would um, yeah, very good opportunity to um, see that part of the world, and then also potentially qualify for the games.
1: And, and do they contact your agent, or do they, does someone from Reebok call you directly? Yeah,
2: at at the time. Someone from Reebok just called, because like, I was good mates with the, well, long story short, the guy who worked for Reebok is now my manager. So I was just, oh no shit, who's that? Uh, Andreas Glor. Oh, I wonder. If... Oh, I wonder if I know him. How long was he at Reebok? Um, oh, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'd say, I reckon I'd like to say maybe six or seven years.
1: Is he Australian?
2: Is he Australian?
1: So he just yeah he just and who else does he manage? uh, Who
2: else does he manage? Maddie, Rob, Zeke, um, uh, and Ali Turner, who's competing at the games this year.
1: Uh, Are you? uh, Are you? Um. And Royce is is at Mayhem. Mm -hmm.
2: Did you have, you have you ever thought about changing coaches? Uh, no, not at all. Never, Rob, never crossed Rob's the line. your boy. Yes. I'm very, very yes. happy where I am.
1: Yeah, I could see that. He's, he's, he, I mean, he's a staple in the CrossFit community. It's funny. I always talk about people, Brian and I will talk about people who've been in the game for a long time. And I, we're probably pretty American centric on that. But when I hear Rob Forte's name, I mean, shit, I can I can't remember. A games he hasn't been at. What was his first year at the CrossFit Games?
2: I think. Oh, this is. I think this is a question for Rob. Bron-
0: <laughs> Good job, smooth, <laughs> smooth, Jay. smooth Bronx first year at the games. I I don't know for sure. I would guess it was twenty eleven. Is my guess. Eleven is my guess.
2: Yeah, I think his last year as an individual was twenty seventeen, and uh, and it was funny because the twenty eighteen. Season, I qualified, that was my first year I qualified as an individual for regionals. I finished 29th, and uh, that was the year that Rob asked me if I wanted to go in a team with him.
1: And, 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 and did you say yes right away, or did you have any doubts? Were you like, oh shit, maybe I don't shouldn't be
2: on the team? <laughs> nah, I said yes straight away. Like, I was sort of, yeah, super pumped, because, you know, it like, Eight uh, eight years prior to that, or seven years prior to that, you know, he's an he was an individual and um, always looked up to him. And then just thought that was a crazy opportunity that he could you know offer that to me. And we had a couple of solid girls at our gym as well, so that was a really fun year. Did you have
1: a go- Did you have a goal for a specific year that you wanted to make the games?
2: I mean. No, I, I didn't. I just always had in mind that it was going to happen eventually. Um, and, you know, I was sort of, I've just always been here to just enjoy the process. And then when it happens, it happens. So, um, yeah, I was just, I, fe- I felt like, you know, I've been been lucky enough to be on a, on a team and sort of experience how it all um, sort of works. Like, I mean, obviously not not um, being in a crazy test as individuals do, but um, just sort of seeing how it all works and uh, being ready for what's to come. Did... did, um...
1: When we spoke to Sydney yesterday, she's, I think she said she's 21 and her goal was to, was to make it to the games by the time she was 26 or when she was 26. She was giving herself a five year window and she, I mean, she, she, she ruined her goals because she made it five years too soon. Uh, um, so I was just that—that—that's where that—that that question came from. And you're 22, and it seems so young to make it. I wonder. Do you think about next year's games already? Have you thought about next year's games already? Smart.
2: Very, very smart.
1: And and are you still working as a? Do you practice uh, your trade as an electrician?
2: Uh, I mean, like I have a little, like a couple of cash jobs here and there, but. Uh, I haven't had time to do that, especially the lead-up to Torian and the games. So by cash cash jobs, you mean like
1: friends of yours who are starting huge marijuana grow operations, you'll go in and rewire their house to be uh... (laughs) – are you guys 220 in – look at me, Brian. Watch me show off here a little bit. Are you guys 220 in Australia or are you guys 110? Uh, 240.
2: 240. 240. 240
1: and when you think about the united states being on 110 does that disgust you you're like does it just seem like god what pussies
2: (laughs) yeah a little bit i suppose it works (laughs) it works (laughs) yeah.
1: what are the advantages what are the advantages of 240 over
2: 110. uh i mean just but there's not there's not really luck i mean you it depends what you know all the your sort of equipment's made out of so it, it's all going to do the same thing especially with how it's designed you know like the amount of current that it draws and all stuff like that
1: because you you know like if like our homes are 110 but then if you want to get a washer and dryer or like anything big then all of a sudden you got to have the electrician come to your house and put in one of those big old weird plugs that you guys have because all our washers and dryers are 220 or 240 yeah, whatever okay. you called it
2: yeah well, yeah, off the top of my knowledge, like I think obviously all the all the standards and rules would be different here.
1: I, 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 an electrician seems like it would be a good friend to have, someone you could really take advantage of. And But but if you were my friend, I would still pay you full price because I do realize that everyone is trying to make a living. I wouldn't be like, yo, can you come over and I'll make you a sandwich while you rewire my laundry room. Yeah. No, that, that's, <laughs> no, that, that's not me. I just
0: want you to know. Depends how good the sandwich is.
1: Right, right. So, Jay's lived this damn good life. Got a good mom and dad at home. Not afraid of hard work. Already planned for the future by um, having a vocation in place. Has a, has a girlfriend who sees eye to eye with him. Does she want to have kids?
2: Yeah, eventually. We we uh we you- just got a... A dog so that's enough for now
1: oh, oh yeah that's a good first step holy shit what were you thinking why'd you get a dog
2: <laughs> i don't know like uh we're moving at the moment to a um to sort of a bit of a farm just on 17 acres and uh yeah i know i just always sort of wanted my own dog so yeah
1: what kind of dog what kind
2: of get? dog did you get a german Shorthaired pointer oh sweet
1: What a sweet dog and who's watching him now that you guys are here in the States Uh, my mom and dad Oh, oh typical typical fucking move. I did that shit to my parents all the time Get a dog and then drop it off at the house. (laughs) Jesus Christ No, he's already how old was he when you dropped him off was he even potty trained yet?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah He's he's a year old And, and, And do they have any dogs? Do they have any pets? Yeah, they got a they got a little dog
1: Oh what! A- oh what a fucking sh- yep. That's I, I. I can only imagine what my kids are gonna do to me for the like. I got a Great Dane. I had three Great Danes. <laughs> oh, three, great- three Great Danes, and I would like go on a trip somewhere, and I would drop them all off at my mom's house. And my mom's five feet tall, one hundred pounds, and I would drop off three hundred and fifty pounds savages at her house. It, it was it, in hindsight, it was complete fucking idiocy, idiocy on my part. It was dangerous. It was like. It's
0: dangerous. Jay, will you guys be able to, uh, to at least- grow any food or trees or anything on the farm when you move into it? Anything on the farm when you move into it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but uh, it's like we had a few cows that we just got rid of, but um, yeah, I, I suppose definitely. What do you mean, you got rid of? Uh, they just got big enough to send off.
1: To, t- to t- turn into meat? And do you get the meat And do you yourself? get the meat yourself?
2: No. Oh. Oh. No, that, uh, that was still. still you do like where uh, the house is only just starting to get built. Are are you the owner of the house? Oh,
1: oh shit! Your your parent, God. So you gave your left your dog at your parents' house, and your parents are also building a house for you and your chick to live in.
2: Well, Holy I still shit. live. I still Holy shit! Live shit. My Life is
1: good. You you live with your parents now, and they'll move into the house in the farm and on the farm too. And does Maddie live yeah. with you? Oh, that's a good fucking life. I used to bring girlfriends home, and they, my mom would let them live with me too. That shit's great. That's good parenting, by the way, people. They're really, really good.
2: Yeah, that's
0: awesome. yeah,
1: that's awesome. And do they? And they like her, and she likes them. Yeah. Mad- Maddie and your mom don't fight. <laughs> Not at all. That's good shit. That's good shit. And your and your brother gets along with Maddie. Yeah, yeah, they're really good friends too. Does she have a sister? Does she have a sister? Yeah. <laughs> oh. and what's your brother's name? It's Harvey. Toby. Toby. He's got a girlfriend there. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Does he ever? I don't want to set limit. I don't want to set limitations on Toby just because you can only handle one. Don't put that, that, that <laughs> shit onto Toby. Maybe Toby is. Uh, maybe Toby needs two women. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. Did
0: uh? Did you? Did you guys play a lot of the same sports growing up? Were you competitive with each other? Nope with each other. yeah yeah for sure and now still everything and now still yeah oh
2: I mean yeah in the in the CrossFit space I mean it, he's he's getting a lot better too like in the last year so um and he was on the he was on the affiliate team at uh at Torian um but yeah always competitive but at the moment yeah he's just uh loves seeing me do well and always hyping me up
1: have you ever been arrested? No. God.
2: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, i I feel like I've been a, a pretty good boy most of my life. In two thousand eighteen,
1: you posted a picture on your Instagram, and you have your ar- and you have your arm around one of the one of the greatest human beings I've ever met that I enjoy being around, and you said uh, you posted something like with the man. How did you know Chuck Carswell was the man? He has no social media. No one knows who the fuck he is unless you went to your L1. How did you know to put your arm around this guy and take a picture and say th- with the man?
2: Yeah, well, he was obviously like uh, the one of the main judges at the games for the teams. and Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I suppose like I just, you know, just could see like he's such a good dude and um, then went to – yeah the after party and talk to him a little bit more and yeah wanted to get a photo with
1: him he's great he's great isn't he it's weird how everyone knows that about chuck you just meet him and you're like holy shit this is the guy yeah yeah what a great yeah what a great dude dude. and 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 that is what people will call him oh chuck's the man chuck's the man and he's not on social media you can't like like who knows if he sees how much accolades he gets i don't even know if he knows how great the community thinks he is he's so low uh profile um, he's an amazing coach. He's one of the first people I met, you know, early on in my CrossFit career, and I was just enamored with him. H- have you taken your L1? No. Disgusting.
2: Disgusting. <laughs> well, I, in my defense, I just, I'm just this, I'm just an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. I never, I've never really had too much interest in, you know, being a coach. Yeah. You don't need need to take that to be a coach. Don't, don't,
1: don't. when you go over there, when you see Dave, ask Dave, just walk right up to him and be like, what place do I need to take here at this fucking event to get a free L1? You really would like it. You would really, really like it. It is really, it's, um, it's a great, great, great two days. And, uh, You'll have a blast. It's, it's really cool. You, you know what they, they disseminate there, which is, is not talked about very much at all, but the culture. Those, those L1 instructors, when you're there, of course, they're going to teach you all the fundamentals, right? And just basically just all the things that Greg Glassman wanted the world to know about human movement that he could shove into two days. But you'll also learn about the culture. It seems like Rob's pretty much taught you about the culture already. I mean, you seem like an amazing, uh, contribution just as a person to the CrossFit community. You're upbeat, you're positive. You want people to do better around you, but those coaches, they, that's where you learn about the culture. You know, that's where you learn to cheer people on. That's where you learn that it doesn't let that a jumping pull up isn't any less than a regular pull up. It's just a different stimulus. And they just really, it's awesome. If you get a chance, like tell, like I I don't know why. This is the second time I brought this up, but I don't know why they don't make sure that all CrossFit Games athletes get a free L1 because you'd really love it. Has Maddie taken it? She has. Okay. And does she? Does she? Does she like it as much as I would liked it? <laughs> Yo, Maddie. <laughs> Yo, Maddie. L1, you like L1 the L1 one one, or she what? She said girl? it was pretty
2: cool. She? Does she? Yeah. Did she have? She Chuck coaches Carswell at the gym. Did she coach ahead, at Rob's Brian. gym?
0: <laughs> she coach at Rob's gym.
2: uh no. 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 When she when she moved down to Melbourne, she pretty much stopped coaching. Well, was it
1: hard when she didn't make the games this year and you did? Is there? Uh, yeah. Does she, Does she start crying and you're like, okay, get over it? Can you cry when I'm done <laughs> with the
2: games? Or? Yeah, I mean, like as a point that yeah, she's obviously was disappointed in not not qualifying, but um, no, she's been really good about it and staying super positive for me.
1: And I. And I guess she can live through – I don't know what it's like because I've never been a top competitor or never really wanted anything that bad, like that as bad as I think you guys want um, this experience that you guys are striving to have. But there's got to be some part of it that's going to be really fun for her to see a different angle of it. It's like the same way as like these people who didn't make the games but get to be on the demo team. She's Now she's going to get to be back there and get a whole new perspective on the event which is so different than being an athlete because she's, she's going there in the capacity as your coach,
2: right? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah cool. for sure. Like, I mean, um, yeah, it it's like even – I know it's totally different, but even for me, like sitting back um, in the quarterfinals watching the affiliate team do it, it was just really cool, you know, to be around that and uh, cheer them on and sort of – See how they go about it, you know. It's cool just to sit back and um, not have to go through, you know, all the pain and watch
0: other people do it. So I did... I, do you guys draw... I did check, go by ahead, the right. way. And so um, Rob did start in 2011, at his first year at the Games. But in 2014, when you started, there were already a handful of guys who are competing this year that were at the Games way back then. Scott Panchik, Bjorn McConnell, and Noah Olsen, Cole Sager... Few years later you probably watch all these guys we were talking to pat valner a few days ago and he said that he's gonna use some of his veteran savvy to get in some of the young guys heads well one guy in particular what i'm curious about is if rob forte is giving you the dirt on some of these old guys so that you can do that for them do that for them <laughs>
2: nah no, he hasn't. But
0: you got to bug him. You got to tell him what's what makes Scott Panchik tick. How can I throw that guy off his game?
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited for all the banter. It's going to be good. Oh.
1: Oh, stay away from Scott. He's vicious. He's the nicest guy ever that can deliver the most piercing um, head mental shots. He was great back there. God, he he's he's so funny. Um, you don't expect him to be funny, but then he says the funniest shit. When I used to see him, like him and Josh would really taunt Matt. Maybe that was a mistake. Um, what's when you say that 2014? Um, uh, Jay
0: Jay was only 15 years old, right? And these guys were already at the top of the sport, and they're still there. And now he gets to compete against them. Gets to compete against them. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. That's- yeah, that's nuts.
1: Well, Jay, is there, is there anything that you want to tell us? Like it would have, it would have been fun to uncover some dirt about you, like that you were arrested or that like something, something happened to you. And ever since then, like you've been striving to, you've been running from it by doing CrossFit, but you just sound, you just sound like you have your head on straight.
2: Yeah. And I wish I could tell you something, um, something juicy, but I got nothing. Hey, yeah. I just, just been had my head down, just working.
1: Awesome. Um this you one percent of this podcast is uploaded. Yeah, nah. One <laughs> fucking,
2: <laughs> fucking percent. Oh god. Well, no, nah, I'll, I'll I'll get it sorted, I promise.